0: Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast. Because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. I'd like to welcome Dan Courier to the Tube Labs podcast. Welcome, Dan. Good to be here. Thank you for being on the show. Um, I I invited you on because there are a few topics that I want to address with you that I think are really important. But the number one that I want to get to right in the beginning is talking about an event you have next may 2020 now quite often i hear about video and youtube events but they're always on the west coast
1: exactly and
0: and i have a feeling (laughs) that you're changing that and uh, you have an opportunity for us all
1: yeah absolutely so that when i was kind of forming the idea for this conference um don't really love the the term conference but I guess it fits and that's what everybody knows so we'll call it a conference sure uh, it's a creator event um, it's what I I mean I use conference to promote it just because that's what people recognized as but it's called the people of video the idea is making human connections and yeah when I uh, started to think about this initially one of the key factors was the fact that there are so many conferences and events on the West Coast being from upstate New York Uh, I definitely wanted to change that because uh, while I enjoy going out to Los Angeles and San Diego or wherever the conference may be, uh, it does get um, a little long sometimes, especially as soon as you get back, there's another conference that's going on. And and unfortunately, uh, it can get kind of expensive to, you know, hop from coast to coast. So in addition to that, one of the things that you always hear at conferences, um, of course, the conference organizers don't want you to say it, is that a lot of the value comes from the hallways. Absolutely. Uh, you know, they go out and they get these, um, you know, amazing speakers and, uh, you know, I pulled my my audience on Creative Fundamentals to see what's important to people in uh, at a conference and the education aspect is still there, but the the human connections and that relationship, those relationships that you make in the hallways are super important. So i been, I'd been thinking about this idea for a while, um, trying to, to decide exactly the way I wanted to approach it and I was actually at social media marketing world in San Diego right. and watching Mark Schaefer do the keynote address and he, he did a great keynote talking about the kind of the different phases of marketing and the evolution of marketing uh, and He started to speak in terms and things that I had kind of been thinking of, which is that marketing in the future today and in the future is really based on human relationships. And I know from a lot of the success that I've experienced there, I can always tie it back to making those human connections with people and those relationships. Uh, so it seemed like a really obvious fit for this conference to take the thing that people often say is very important with conferences, which is those relationships uh, and build something here on the East coast that not only helps us to establish a creator community here in the Northeast, but bridge the gap between us here on the East Coast and the large population of creators and creator events that are occurring uh, out there on the West Coast. So, People of Video was born, uh, and uh, yeah, we're doing um, spending a lot of time and effort organizing it between now and May second. So. Sure.
0: So are you you structuring this any differently compared to your average conference? Again, using that word, Um, just because that's the word people understand. Is it structured differently because you're focusing so much on people? It's definitely going to be structured differently. I mean, it's not going to be
1: it's not going to be like night and day because at the end of the day, you still have to educate a large group of people with certain presenters. So there's definitely going to be some commonalities. Um, But for like, for example, one of the things that I'm working on is we have a, a, we're going to have a separate room that's actually set up like an interview space that people can actually, instead of going, Hey, you want to do a podcast, let's go over in the corner. Uh, My goal is to have a room dedicated that people, sure. if they want to, can actually you know sign in for a time slot and sit down in two chairs facing each other in an organized, well-lit room nice. and actually conduct that type of interaction. So we're trying to do things like that. Uh, we're exploring all kinds of ideas to create not just a bunch of people staring at somebody on stage, but interaction. Um, in all cases, I don't know. Uh, how that's going to unfold, but it's definitely in our planning. It's 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 a primary focus to make sure that uh, one of the things, and depending on your conversations with other creators, there's a lot of introverts in our space. Sure. Uh, the people who go to a conference, they feel overwhelmed. They may not get the value from it because they're not the kind of person that's just going to walk up to a stranger and say, hi, how are you doing? What do you do? Um, so I want to foster uh, activities and an arrangement that really makes it a lot easier for everybody to to start forming those relationships and really take those relationships with them when they leave the conference.
0: Very good. So, um, if somebody wants to be involved or or get a ticket or keep up to date with this conference, what what should they do? What are their next steps?
1: So we have peopleofvideo.com. dot com. You can go there. I'm continuing to update that as we release information on our speakers. Um, we are, uh, actually I'm going to be going out to VidSummit in October here in a couple months and I'll, I will be, uh, finalizing some additional speakers while I'm out there. Good. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have a number of people that I spoke to that we have verbal commitments that are going to come and speak. Uh, and I'm, I'm really excited to be able to announce those when the time is right. Um, and In addition to that, you can follow the uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash people of video to stay on top of that. But on the website, you can buy tickets now. One of the things that we just recently added was the ability to buy a virtual ticket. So we'd we'd love to have everybody come in person. And I've actually, originally, we were focused on doing 100 people just as a round manageable number. Right. Uh, as I've continued to plan, I realized that we have the capability to do much, for, much more than that, so we're shooting for about 250 people.
0: Nice. It's um, a, it's a big project. I mean, Oh, you know, it's, it's like, you're never prepared. You you think right. you know what you're gonna, you're facing it, but you don't.
1: <laughs> right. I'm going to approach this just like my wedding, which is don't expect perfection. Something's yes. going go exactly to go right. wrong, expect it to go wrong and just be prepared for it and that's really the best the best you can do in any situation i think
0: well, I, I give you a big thumbs up for just taking it on. One, I, I think it's needed. just just when I heard you go on east Coast and 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 people focus, obviously, um, hey, just I'm gonna take it right back. East Coast, right <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, and just uh, helping creators out that that's wonderful. So you know, thank you for for doing that. I thought it was important that we just start off with that conversation because um, I think creators uh, need to hear that. Um, that it is coming, and it's an opportunity for yeah. them, especially when you want to learn. Because you're absolutely right. A lot of the, whenever I've gone to conferences, uh, whether I was a speaker or I was a, you know, just a person in the audience trying to learn something new, it was the it was the hallways where mm-hmm. I really met the people that I, you know, kept those relationships going, learned something new by taking what was just taught and then having a conversation about it afterwards. And and it really is important to do that. So good stuff. I want to talk about you and your channel, of course, and what you've been doing. So I said this to you just before we went on, you can agree or disagree, but I kind of look (laughs) at us in the same class and that may be bringing you down many notches by me saying that a lot. But I, what I mean by that is that um, we, we started, our current ventures around the same time on YouTube, um, meaning getting serious. You know, mm-hmm. I think a lot of us, you know, when YouTube started, we were on it, we, you know, as I own an agency, we've been using YouTube for years and, and in many forms supported, uh, clients, but getting serious didn't happen until about, was for you around 2016 ish? Uh,
1: me was actually 2017, the beginning of
0: yeah. yeah around I it was the beginning,
1: beginning of 2000, like January. Right. Yeah, right.
0: And, and I was November 2016. So that's what I mean by the same class. We all kind of just jumped in trying to learn about this YouTube thing, you know, at a serious level at the same time. Mm-hmm. And awesome for you, you, you caught on a trend, you were smart, you jumped on it. And it was about the whole uh, monetization thing, right? It was mm-hmm. a, a 4,000 uh, hours watch time. Was yeah. that it? Yeah. yeah. And I remember that and it took off. And then you did the second best thing you can do, which is double down. Right. And you've been off to the races ever since. And it's been great watching you do that. And I want to discuss just, I want to hear your story and your words about about that experience um, and, and how you went about that. Because that's so important for people to understand.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's, there's, there's, there's a little bit of planning and a, and a little bit of luck in that story in that the 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 attitude or the atmosphere of YouTube at that time was really tense because prior to them making that change the threshold for monetization was 10,000 views so right. there were um there were a number of people who were getting to the 10,000 view mark and putting in to be reviewed to get monetized and then they started to build up, and I started getting a lot of feedback on my channel that um, that they'd been waiting for a month and two months and three months, yeah. and nobody was getting a response. So I knew, or at least in my experience with all the corporations that I've ever worked with, no news is not good news in right. this in this situation. <laughs> so I knew something was brewing, I knew a change was coming, didn't know when or where it would happen. And luckily through the ability um, or the, um, the, the foresight to uh, get involved in communities, I actually had one of the people that I interact with, give me the heads up that YouTube released that information.
0: Oh, wow, okay.
1: And with the new monetization policy. Yeah. And to jump back even, even before that, one of the other lessons that I learned and was able to implement prior to this particular video coming out was I realized that I had to streamline the process that I uh, was using to make videos Uh, when I first started this channel I was setting up a green screen in my living room and my wife was not appreciative (laughs) and each time so eventually I'd have to take it down each time I did that the thought of making a video was like okay I got to set everything up and get started so prior to this I finally Uh, committed to finding an area where I could make content consistently and the camera could always be set up. So Mm -hmm. when I received word that they made that uh, change, I literally, I literally went to my office, turned on the camera and started recording. And what I decided to do on that video, which is a little bit different than the content that I had done up until that point was that I had two channels at the time, both of which one of which was monetized, one of which was not, both of which did not qualify for the new monetization uh, numbers. So rather than trying to do the video that I knew everybody else was going to do, which was just hang in there and keep going, it's actually a good thing. Right. I did a video about how people were not exactly happy with that. Um, and i came out i came out kind of firing uh, i think the opening line of the first video was in youtube's or youtube's continuing effort to screw small youtubers um which <laughs> did not necessarily attract praise from other people in my circles but i remember uh, well i remember I, well I, yeah <laughs> and i, I wanted i wanted the uh um i wanted to meet everybody where i knew they were right. uh, as a small creator i mean i i wasn't as concerned as a lot of other people were um but I still know exactly how they felt because to a certain degree I was experiencing it too sure um my goals are much longer term than that so it was just like a speed bump but right. in any event I'm like I'm going to make the video like that and then uh, I also wanted to tell people how to get past it so in inst- but instead of doing that in this video I did that initial video which was meeting the emotion Motion, emotion is so in- important to actually get people to to engage and react, which is a really big element in suggested video. Right. Um, uh, And then at that point, I'm like, okay, I'll make this video. I'll start walking them off the ledge. And then tomorrow I'll put out a video that's actually kind of a tutorial or a how to do what I said you need to do. Right. Um, And that first video took off. Um, You know, obviously there were frustrated people and, Everybody started chiming in, and then I put out that second video the next day, and it was actually ultimately it was the second video that's now that second video alone I think has probably gotten seventeen thousand subscribers, something like that. Nice. Um, So yeah, out of thirty-nine thousand. So yeah, I'm about
0: half, and yeah, darn close to forty-five
1: percent. So yeah, I mean, it was just it, it was the the. the the two big strategies that made that particular process successful was uh, the emotional impact and the timing because I got out before everybody else did because I was prepared to make videos uh, immediately and that was I mean it turns out that was one of the worst edited videos I've ever made (laughs) it was jumpy and cutty and and I actually because I didn't have a ton of content what I actually did in that video which in hindsight probably helped me even more is as I went to a particular topic or a particular subject they needed to focus on, I kicked them to another video that I already made.
0: Ah. Uh, so yeah. I'm like, hey, we, we know that, yeah, right. that's
1: good. Yep, you need to improve yeah. your thumbnails, there's a right. video up here, you need to work on your keyword research, I'll put a video up here and that's what I did through that entire video, so. Oh,
0: wow. Well. And yeah.
1: that, one's, that one's, yeah, like 450,000 views or something by now,
0: I think. Nice, very good, So so, so since then, what have you been focusing on as you've developed your channel? So you had some you, you know, great success with a couple of good videos that that people obviously wanted to watch and to keep keep moving forward, to keep growing the channel. How have you developed your plan?
1: So the next big change that I made, or the not I wouldn't really call it a pivot. I would just call it kind of a uh, more of a focus within my existing niche that I made towards the end of last year that was my next big step up um, was, I had been thinking about the idea of, uh, of my audience and, and who, who they ultimately were and who it was best to target. And I came up with this idea of a viewer funnel, whereas if you think about any niche and uh, all the people that are interested in that topic, what you're probably going to find in the same way that you would find in like a, in like a sales funnel is that the, the top of it, in this case, uh, on the topic level, is the largest group of people. So, right. you know, say 100 people decide, hey, I want to go look up cars. And then maybe 50 of them stick with it enough to, you know, really get in and learn how they work. And then there's like, you know, maybe 10 of them that become expert you know, automotive people or car aficionados or whatever the case may be. So uh, with that idea in mind, I started making content that said, okay, I want to catch these people as soon as they say, Hey, maybe I'll start a YouTube channel. So I started putting out videos specifically focused on tutorials for YouTube features. So I put out videos on how to upload to YouTube, how to use uh, YouTube video editor and just how I went through all the features that were out there and started making um, tutorials Uh, towards the end of 2018. And that was a step, basically doubled my traffic. uh
0: Sure, the tutorial element. I mean, tutorials really, I mean, for me and my, you know, my channel's tutorials, hands down, you know, have worked best for me. I I often just say, look, the fact is, these are videos in which my face is not on the screen, and that's why they tend to do a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) It's just- Yeah,
1: that could be it, right?
0: I'm not shy about the fact, so, but yeah, but you know, so I, I've, I've split my channels out into three different ones, but we're not, we're not here to talk about my channel, but um, now you, but you did have a different channel. Let's, let's just take a step back. And that mm-hmm. was uh, the average Dan, correct? Yeah. Um, are yep. you still, you're still doing it. I've th- I thought I saw a few videos. Uh, pop I, up from there. I
1: haven't. Get, yeah. I mean, I still have the channel. I, I, I haven't really gotten back to a, a good rhythm to get both channels going. Right. Um, just because of all of the all of the things that have spawned from Creator fundamentals, um, I just there's such a big list that I haven't got to that I tend to pick something off that list before going back to the average Dan. Sure. Uh, the average Dan's still out there it still gets traffic. Uh, I do intend at some point to get back to a regular schedule on that. Um, but yeah, so the average Dan I started I think I started it in 2015 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was literally a situation where uh, back then the vehicle that I had you know always needed some type of work Uh, and what I would do is I would go out and look for a video to try to figure out how to do something when I couldn't find it I'm like I'll make videos and I'll I'll put it on a YouTube channel I'll call it the average Dan because I have no pre uh, you know predefined skills to do these particular things I'm gonna make video but it's just like the average Joe approach I'm just gonna look at the problem break it down into parts and fix, you know, and then make a video about it with the idea that the next person that came along could find my video and not have to (laughs) go through all the headaches that I did. Sure. Um, You know, and I did that for, you know, I just put those videos up for a couple of years and then I, you know, had that, that, like you said, that moment where we decided to take it seriously and I started applying things on that channel and in just like, I think three or four months, it, it was noticeable how, how much it helped. Yeah. So and then I started trying to share those in my like the small YouTuber community I was in and all that stuff. And then I'm like, you know, this probably um, this really isn't the um, the proper way to share this information. So I'm going to start a channel that is just about this information Uh, because I really found it interesting that it worked and that um, that so many people were kind of uh, heading towards the wrong directions and the wrong choices. So I decided to start a how to youtube from zero which is right. uh, not the uh not always the most welcome approach to things. But.
0: Well, you know, but you 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 did what a lot of people don't do, which is you started, you tried, and you succeeded. And you it's very possible you could have failed, but that doesn't matter. You're always going to fail when you don't start, obviously, and I'm sure you hear that quite a bit from a lot of people who are Kind of knocking on your door. What is there a surprise question that, you know, now that you've built your way up into kind of the YouTube educator community, Mm -hmm. taking a step back from when you were at zero Mm -hmm. to where you are now, what has surprised you? Is there a surprise that, you know, a question that you often hear that you didn't think you would be hearing or a problem that you see that you didn't think? was a problem for a lot of people. Was there anything like that?
1: What I think is the biggest, the the biggest takeaway from the type of content that I make and what I see other people making. um, And when you get right down to the just YouTube education, it's not that there's a ton to learn. It's that everybody learns differently. Hmm. So the way I approach it is not, I, I, I don't consider myself an expert. I don't try to be an expert. I simply share what I have found to work. Right. Um, and ultimately what you do in a lot of cases is you are sharing a lot of the same information over and over again in an effort to try to deliver it in such a way that is received by someone. Um, you know. So there's different ways, like some people prefer if you're just standing with a backdrop uh, you know, like, uh, you know, the brick wall in my in my studio, and I'm just giving the details and straight to the point and stuff. Other people, have, you know, that Oh, I love it. When you go outside, and you do these videos, Other like, Oh, my God, I'm gonna throw up if I watch another one of your walking videos, because they're shaky. You know, so it's it's really not and I see this with other people who do this type of work, um, which is one of the reasons that I'm trying to start to expand, I want to start broadening it into equipment a little bit more oh, okay. um you know bring in some gear kind of stuff because it's it's not complicated it's just hard and people want easy so right. you're trying way to, to put it. it's not yeah.
0: complicated it's hard but people want easy that, yeah. that's 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 a quote for the show
1: I think. <laughs> <laughs> and so you're it, with no disrespect for the people who are watching, you're kind of trying to figure out how to spoon feed them the stuff they really need to know, but it's not, it's not attractive. There's nothing sexy about it. So you look for different ways to, you know, be, be a good presenter and get that information to absorb. Uh, right. And because it's that you could literally make the same, A video on the same subject over and over again, every six months, and you could probably grow a channel because it's always new people. It's always people just coming in and everybody learns uh, slightly differently.
0: Sure. You know, actually that's a, that's a good point. And I think a lot of times uh, people think, Oh, I already made that video. Why, you know, why would I make another one? Because I, I made a video. They should all know that I made a video a year ago. I had just somebody contact me about um a topic that I talk a lot about, and it was my last three videos, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know they said, well, I know you were talking about a lot six months ago I created some new ones they, they They couldn't find them anywhere yeah and and it was just like, okay, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean the the point being is that some people sometimes don't want to look very far, very deep, don't want to look past mm. your last five, ten videos. Um, this case happened to be as, as recent. But quite often when I get those questions, it is something I've covered, but it has right. been a while. And, and it just that feeds into that whole double down thing. You know, if it worked before and people are asking for it, create another video. Right. Obviously, it, it's, it's far enough back in your archive that people are asking. And I've always found that to be a good clue.
1: Yeah, and I would definitely, I mean, just as a general approach to strategy, aside from the videos that are like your top performers, you could literally go back to a video from last year. Like people are always like, I don't know what to make videos about. Go to the videos that you made last year, uh, find the ones that are no longer receiving traffic and refresh them. Do a new video on the same topic. Decide whether anything's changed in your belief structure or the way something works and then present it at just how it is today. And it's new, fresh content. And there's a whole new audience of people, Uh, because one of the things and I was talking about this on Facebook the other day uh, or or jumped into a conversation where people were talking about it is the idea of your audience um, and the way that I see it. Um, is that your your audience is not a specific group of people. Your audience is like a theater that shows a certain movie. Mm -hmm. So your goal is to be consistent in the type of movies that you're showing in your theater. People are going to pass through your theater and you're going to present information to them as they pass through. So it's not like you're not a lot of people start listening to their subscribers and start making different videos because a subscriber says they want them but you need to stay true to who your your audience is which is that theater that particular focus of content regardless of who's passing through because a lot of them are going to come in and you know they're going to come and go um, so I, I think that's important, and I think sometimes people kind of confuse that. And they're like, "Well, this is my subscriber base; I have to listen to them." You want to listen to the audience as a right. whole, not individual people, to guide your channel and the topic that you're covering.
0: Yeah, that's a good bit of advice because that that can really just knock you off track. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's some very loud people in your comments that aren't necessarily, in some cases have your best interests at heart (laughs) and you've run across this, you know this. Okay. I think we are. And uh, in the, and two that, yeah, they don't always know exactly what's best for you and your channel. And um, you know, you're right. You you make a very good point about your audience and and the way you just framed it is a good way to look at it, help people remember exactly what you're talking about. So Dan, what do you have moving in the future? Let's kind of wrap this up Uh, moving forward. What what are some of your goals? What should we be looking for? And then lastly, how do people get in touch with you?
1: Sure. So along the lines of uh, what I was talking about earlier with the the audience and the the uh, people coming in the front end and learning from the, the, the basic um, free content here on YouTube, one of the things I'm also trying to do is build out coursework uh, mm-hmm. for those people who want to kind of take it into a deeper level, perhaps on topics that I may not be able to Uh, Cover in depth on my channel for reasons of the algorithm gods Uh, So one of the things I've done I just uh, started um, my uh, Creator Fundamentals Academy that's at Creator that'll lead you straight to my first free course which is YouTube jumpstart which kind of takes everything I've learned over the last couple of years condenses it and kind of catches you up so you can chop off that front end of your learning curve and kind of put yourself in a position to hit the ground running and uh, grow a YouTube channel so we're gonna ex- be expanding content out on that up to including a membership site that will give uh, where I'll break down all kinds of uh, individual how-to type stuff as well as some longer form in-depth things and monetization and branding and and all that. So I'm excited to do that. Uh to find me, you can find me at youtube.com slash creator fundamentals and on all the socials it's creator fundamentals except for Twitter, which is at creatorfundies because for some reason Twitter has really short <laughs> handle requirements. So uh miss the boat on that one. But uh yeah, um YouTube is obviously my primary location. So um if you're looking to simplify YouTube, that's the place to go.
0: Excellent. Dan, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you've been a busy guy. I appreciate you being here, and hopefully we can have you back again. Great. Thanks for having me. The Labs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com.